Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning, 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific, and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The San Francisco International Film Festival closing night film is called the Green Fog, San Francisco Fantasia. The film is a collaboration between director Guy Madden, as well as co-directors Evan Johnson and Galen Johnson, as well as a composer by the name of Jacob Gargic. Jacob con- fashions a score that converses with Madden and Johnson's irreverent and loving footage to create a distinctive musical extravaganza. The film itself is a homage to Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Without using footage from the Hitchcock classic, creating a parallel universe version of this remarkable landmark film. We're joined today by the composer, Jacob Gargic, one of the collaborators on this film. Jacob, welcome to Film School. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Jacob, uh, tell me a little bit about how you came to the project of The Green Fog. Well, I've been working with the Kronos Quartet for 11 years, and I've created dozens of arrangements of all kinds of music for them, music from all over the world. And I've also done a film score with them a few years ago uh, for a documentary. And I think the Kronos was approached by the San Francisco Film Festival to do a project for the closing night. And they suggested using me as a composer, and they brought me aboard. And then they also got Guy. And so we all sort of came together in that way. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me a little bit about the first, maybe the first conversations you had with uh, Guy Madden and or your collaborators on this, the Cronus Quartet, what was that sort of the creative process, uh, your introduction into what they hope to accomplish and um, any direction that you might have gotten from um, the directors, co-directors on on this project? Well, when it started, uh, Guy had not yet decided to do uh, a version of Vertigo. It was just going to be a a film that used footage of San Francisco. Uh, and uh, we also, from the beginning, we're talking about using a live Foley element. Mm-hmm. So we sort of discussed some of the practical concerns about that and, um, and about how the Kronos would be able to perform to be synced up with the eventual movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very, it was open-ended because it wasn't clear that the story, that the film would be narrative or or what exactly the footage would be or if it was from particular eras or styles of film. Uh, nothing was really determined at the beginning. So somewhere in that process, somewhere in putting this together, Guy Madden and it sounds like his co-directors decided that they were going to do this alternative universe version of Vertigo. What was your reaction? Yes. I mean, we've all seen the film. It's it's one of um, Hitchcock's best films. Obviously, a lot of people have seen that film. So there's a relatively high bar set just in terms of the ambition of the project. But what was it, what was your reaction uh, to that specific bit bit of information? I was excited. I love the, I love Vertigo. I love the film. I love the music. Bernard Herrmann is one of my big uh, touchstones for music and film music yeah so yeah i was really excited it was also like a little bit daunting to 
to have to compose a score based on a classic movie with one of the great film scores of all time. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to try and avoid just copying him, uh, but still do it in like a something great music that was appropriate to the to the subject matter. Mm-hmm. But I also thought it was a great idea. That the idea they came up with, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It has a great uh, narrative arc to it. It's got the story, and that makes it fun for a composer to write something like that. And and as I think about Vertigo, it is is a film in which music is a very important part of sort of the dramatic cues in the film. You're you're picking up a lot of information based on the scores. It's true with a lot of the collaborations between Herman and Hitchcock. You get so much from the music that is integral to telling the story and giving you some sense of the characters and the ideas that are going on in the film as well. So there's, I would think, an additional sort of, as you, you sort of described it already, this challenge of trying to sort of meet that expectation in making this film, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's this good t- time, I think, to talk about uh, your musical, particular musical background. You've worked with the Cronus Quartet in the past, but you've also fashioned quite uh, a, quite a career and uh, a lot of musical um, output in your career. Tell us a little bit about your background as a musician. Well, most of the time I'm a trombone player. I play a lot of jazz and also all kinds of other music. I, I lead various groups. I have a band called The Heavens, which is sort of a, tr- a large trombone ensemble, which I call the Atheist Gospel Trombone Choir. Mm-hmm. I have a band called Ye Old, which is the trombone, three guitars and drums combination, and it's sort of like heavy metal inspired by the Middle Ages. Okay. And and uh, I do a lot of work with um, other band leaders, jazz musicians like Henry Threadgill, Mary Halverson, um, all kinds of different stuff experimental stuff and some mainstream stuff and I do composing gigs and arranging gigs and in quite a, a lot of different styles of music it yeah I, I'm looking through your uh, discography of, uh, of of work and it, it what jumps out at me is the variety and the different people and that you work with obviously your own work your your what you, I guess I would call solo work of, or of your own making but all the different people you've worked with. So it's it's easy to imagine how Guy Madden would have looked at you as someone who understands collaboration. That's that's for certain, and an ability to work across a lot of musical genres as well. Is that something that served you in this particular uh, project? Are there a lot of stylistic differences in the music, or does it stay in a, in a kind of a, a particular zone of music? Stylistically, it's. Uh, I tried to make it to give it a sort of noir sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, since most of the footage is old movies, I tried to give it like a classic San Francisco soundtrack sound, whatever I thought that was. Mm-hmm. But yes, definitely collaboration very important. Uh, one of the things I think is important for a film composer is flexibility and not getting too attached to any cue because the movie could be changing. As you're composing, the filmmakers are still working and we're sending stuff back and forth. So I, I always try to keep an open mind. And mm-hmm. if they want to change something, I was like, sure, great, I'm changing <laughs> by, as soon as I can, and it's no problem. Yeah. It's, it's very different than composing your own music for your own album where you're, you want to be in 
complete control and have these distinct ideas about everything you're doing. Is this your first uh, film score? Well, I did one other film with the uh, Chronos Quartet, which was a documentary. Um, very, very different project. Uh, it was a documentary about marriage equality called The Campaign, and it wasn't it wasn't a live performance either. It was a, just a pre-recorded score. By the way, we're speaking with Jacob Garchik, and he is the composer on a film that is clo- the closing night film for the San Francisco International Film Festival. The film is called The Green Fog. It's a, a San Francisco fantasia with the Cronus Quartet, as as well as uh, the co-directors are Guy Madden, Evan Johnson, and Galen Johnson. Uh, is this going to be a live performance uh, on uh, Sunday night? Yes. Yeah, the Cronus is going to be sitting on stage right beneath the screen, and the film is projected, and they're performing in real time, things up with the film. That in and of itself should be amazing. I, I do know that Guy has uh, Guy Madden has done this before. I, I actually interviewed him for his film, uh, Brand Upon the Brain, when it was here in Los Angeles, and there was a, a uh-huh. live performance with a Foley artist, and I believe Isabella Rosalini, and the people that were in the film, and there was music, and... So this isn't uh, the the first time that this that a guy man uh, film has been given this treatment. I can't imagine how amazing that will be on Sunday night at the at the San Francisco Film Festival. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, I bet you are. Like I, I first of all, uh, Guy Madden, and you know, just sort of knowing his work, how imaginative and creative a man he is in in this realm of of film. He is. He's remarkable, and um, I, I don't know what you've sort of gleaned in this collaborative effort with him and the others, Evan and Galen Johnson, but what has that sort of been for you as an artist, just sort of being around him? And you're, by, by the way, but you mentioned your flexibility, and I, I can imagine that is the case for you, having all these different backgrounds in, in music. But tell me a little bit about sort of the experience of working around uh, uh, someone like Guy Madden. Uh, he was great, a great collaborator. He was uh, very positive and encouraging and was really great at just articulating what he was looking for and what I could do to help the process. The interesting thing about this film is that it's pieced together from all these different films. A lot of times my job as a composer was to sort of create this glue that would create a sustained mood. So even though that what you're watching is very heavily edited, different films from different decades apart, different eras of filmmaking, the music sort of would be cohesive and turn it into one little part of the plot or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so Guy was able to explain that to me, how the, how it was designed to work, and I think it really that was very helpful. And yeah, he's very fun, very entertaining, and enthusiastic well that's that's i'm glad to hear you say that first of all because i'm a fan of guy Madden's, but secondly i'm not surprised because in some ways because his films are so playful even the ones that are more Uh serious there's almost always a part of the film a part of the sensibility of the film that's kind of a wink to the audience that we're in on whatever Uh that is that the whatever he's trying to portray that he never gets too far into a film that he loses himself and doesn't think uh, in some way about the reaction of the audience or the, the collab in some ways the collaboration of the audience. I just find his work extremely uh, clever but also involving for me, and I just so appreciate that about him, that he is 
and he has that sense of humor about his work as well as the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. Is that definitely? That, yeah. So, what next for you now that you've collaborated with one of the more innovative directors in uh, in working in film today? Um, what are you off to now? I'm going back to New York to my home. Uh, I'm going to be performing uh, in an ensemble with the Mark Morris Dance Troupe in uh, Liverpool as part of the 50th anniversary of Sgt. Pepper's. All right. And uh, then in late June, my band, Ye Old, who started the heavy metal band, is playing at the Iowa City Jazz Festival. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing performances of all kinds and uh, different composing projects. Well, part of I see is, again, a part of your, your uh, musical background, the, the jazz component to it, obviously the heavy metal, the your own work as just sort of fusing together so many different types of music. It's a remarkable background that you have, and it sounds, from someone on the outside looking in, it looks like you're having a lot of fun in what you're doing. And Yes, definitely. <laughs> I like to have fun. I, I don't take myself too seriously. It, <laughs> Jacob, it doesn't look like you're punching the clock here to me. It it looks like uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty remarkable. By the way, so if people want to find out more about you and about your work, and what would be the best way to to do that? My website, dot uh, com. I also have a there's a Facebook page, and I'm on Twitter. If they want to follow me there. So J A C O B G A R C H I K would be, and then that's can, right. And go online to find out more about you and about your work and about this remarkable project with Guy Madden and uh, catching you at the Iowa State Fair. I'd love to be in Liverpool because I can't imagine, and I could just hear the sound, your sounds, uh, for some of the music from Sgt. Pepper's. I, I just thinking back on the album and how much fun that'll be for you to do that. Um, yeah, that's going to be a fun performance. Any chance you're in Los Angeles area any time soon performing? Do we know anything? Not that I know of, okay. but uh, anything's possible. Well, I look forward to it. I, I hope that you do make it uh, down here to uh, SoCal and bring bring the entire musical ensemble with you, whoever that might be at the time. And uh, really a pleasure to uh, have this opportunity to talk with you about, about your, this yourself, the project, and... Uh, and your musical future. Uh, Jacob Garjik, thank you so much for being a part of Film School. Thank you. Thanks for talking to me. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.